0: You're listening to Starting the Conversation. This is episode number 83. I'm your host, Alice Benham, here with this week's co host. I don't know why I just panicked. <laughs> Literally you we forgot, forgot my name. Like you sure I <laughs> forgot my name. Claire, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. What an entrance you've had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not great that I panicked about knowing your name when we spent
1: all morning together. But you got the episode number right. Yes. And that's very important. As long as I've got something right, we're all good. Yeah. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm excited. I feel like we should give some context to people that we're sat in, what would you call this, the dressing this is room?
1: The changing room.
0: The changing room mm-hmm. in your very beautiful bridal boutique. Thank you. In Ireland. Yeah. And we're sat on the floor.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a real moment—the glamour yeah. that goes into this podcast. I'm very excited. This yeah? is the only time probably someone hasn't had their clothes off in here. So, you, it's I scared. mean, <laughs> never say never. No, you do not know what might happen in this episode. <laughs> Could go anywhere. Okay. I'm
0: kidding. For anyone new that's listening, that isn't a normal thing. <laughs> anyway, should we get onto the low high? Yes. High low. I know you did some preparation for this in advance <laughs> because it's quite stressful. It is. Trying to think what your low and your high it are. Is.
1: I feel like I've had a lot of both. Okay, so that's it was hard to choose one. All right, start us off with your life. My low, I think, is that I haven't been sleeping very well because there's so much going on. And when I have you have a baby, so he gets up in the night, and then I feed him, and he goes back to sleep, and I just lie in my bed awake for hours and hours and hours, thinking about all the stuff that's gone on. Mm-hmm. And I don't go back to sleep, so that's been a bit shit, because... Yeah, that's rough. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. <laughs> so have you on, my friend. I mean, I've already
0: made a joke about getting
1: naked, so... Okay. Nothing is off limits. So yeah, my, my sleep hasn't been great this week, so that's been about a bit crap. Mm. And when your
0: sleep's off... Everything, yeah. Everything shifts as a result. Yeah, totally. Sleep
1: is I mean, pretty important. I'm quite used to not sleeping through the night with three kids, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's been. It's you normally I can just go straight back to sleep, but this week I just, you know, your brain just wars. Yeah. Like, oh. <clears throat>
0: George, a recent podcast guest, said that when I was like, "What's the most draining part of what you do?" and I was expecting like a practical answer, like, "Oh, the yeah. accounts or this," and he just very rightly said the fact that you just never really switch off no. from it. No,
1: you can't. It's just it's always there. Yeah. It's like this little film reel in the back of your head just yeah. constantly going and the more you try
0: not to think about it the More your brain's just like, let's think of all the reasons why <laughs> this could fail <laughs> yeah. and just
1: make it that go round in circles. Yeah. And let's, let's give it to you at a time where you can't do anything about it. No. It's constant to-do list, like, oh, and I have to remember this and well, this happened and what da. da, da. Mm. Yeah. So it's yeah, that's
0: been my look. I was gonna say, have you found anything that helps with that? But it sounds like that might mm, be a no. current <laughs> <laughs> no. The if anyone listening <laughs> knows anything to help. <laughs> the only thing I sometimes do is have a notebook next to my bed. So anything that I think of and worry yeah, yeah. about in the night, I write it down. But then... Then do you have to turn the light on? Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I feel like
1: that would, completely, that would completely wreck... Ruin the vibe? Yeah. So it's like when you look at your phone in the middle of the night and well, then you're that, like... Yeah, that's the, that's the mistake I keep making. I'm never going to sleep again. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I am struggling to think of a low. Oh. Life's pretty good at the moment. That's great. I know. I haven't really got a lot to moan about. And I feel I'm a bit annoyed at myself
1: for that. I'd quite <laughs> I just feel like to do that. like, Just feel like, get over yourself, like, come up with something. Oh, my else. God, enjoy it, because you know what happens when there's no lows. There's a massive one coming. You, thank you, Claire. <laughs> That's exactly what I needed to do.
0: Um, I had a low on Sunday night. I think about once a month I have a crisis. Okay. Of just, everything's a bit too much, I can't do this, this is all a fluke, it's going to fail next week. Mm-hmm. Like, I do, I have that maybe once a month. Yeah. And that was Sunday night. I basically, I usually work a Sunday and I didn't work Sunday. So usually by the end of the Sunday, I'm like feeling good for the week. I've got Mm -hmm. my head in gear and I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So I went to bed Sunday night being like, I've got one day in the office this week. And then I'm flying to Ireland for the day. And then I've got two full days in London. And then I'm meant to be going away. And I was like, crap. Yeah, There's a lot to do. And again, it's that thing of like, I couldn't do anything about it at 10pm on Sunday night. No but I just had to sit with it and be like okay no one can solve this no there's no point in me trying to push through this now because I'm just not in a good headspace yeah but thankfully kind of had quite a productive day yesterday that and then good. was fine and it's so funny how quickly you shift like by Monday afternoon I was like oh life's good it's fine and I'm like Alice like how ridiculous <laughs> that you were having a breakdown over like four hours <laughs> worth of admin that you needed to do on Monday morning
1: but don't you think as well a lot of that is to do with like Again, something I've learned from sleepless nights is just trusting that you'll know what to do when you get there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you'll get into work and even if you haven't pre-planned, it will all just fall into place and you won't forget anything. Yeah. To trust in yourself a bit you in do. those times. Yeah. And trust that oh, it's not failed yet, so yeah, it'll be alright. Yeah, Life exactly. does
0: go on. Exactly. And no one cares that much. That's why I always tell myself. Yeah, true. But then people do care, technically. <laughs> So I can't tell myself that too much because yeah, no. then I would just be a really rubbish coach yeah. podcast host and everything else. <laughs> but it helps when you're like the world is ending because I haven't done this thing to be like yeah no you take a, a bit of a pill yeah come on totally. life does go on totally but you've got to do that thing
1: tomorrow still yeah but you will do it that's that's the thing it will always get done you just need to just because you didn't have a list about it makes it okay it's very true it's very <laughs> true what would your high be i have a lot of highs i think this week this is probably one of them love it I'm very excited about this um, go on give us a couple of your highs if like it. Give a i feel like i could i have got a really exciting event at the weekend I've got my pop-up in dublin so that's super like exciting five months in the planning it'll be nice to finally actually get there and it'll all to work out just like i planned mm. and also three nights away without my children come on <laughs> it's also good. you're gonna get your sleep back <laughs> well Maybe. saying that the hotel we're in it's the coolest hotel but there's a nightclub right below it so the last time the club went on till five in the morning every night wow mm-hmm. so it's not that you'll be at the club no. The club will just no. keep you away. No. Claire's not gonna be here. Club the will just keep me awake and then I'll be lying in bed reading again. <laughs> nice thinking <laughs> about work. And then you'll do work the next day. Yeah. But no, but apart from that it'll be it'll be so nice to get away. Yeah, like do something that's exciting for the business but also for me too.
0: Yeah. It's so fun, the variety, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's one of the best things about working for yourself. It's just that it's it's never the same. No. And that's quite addictive, I think. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that every month, day, week is totally mm. different. Could you imagine now doing the same thing day in, day no. out? No.
1: But then I, I don't know if I ever had a job like that. All my jobs have always been quite different every day. So mm. I've never really had that like monotonous kind of nine to five grind for years and years and years. Yeah. i, I never had that. So don't know what yeah. I'm missing out no. on. No. That's why I always friends. think when
0: people talk about
1: like corporate life, I'm like,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I've just got this really warped picture of what corporate life is like based <laughs> yeah. off of like films and people talking yeah, about it. Stand around the water cooler oh, all day, right? Yeah. <laughs> 100% <laughs> just get paid to chill out right yeah <laughs> no I love that though. that's a good high mm. and once this podcast comes out you'll have just done it right is it this week I kind of guess it come out? on Monday Oh,
1: that quick? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll just. We turn things I'll around. I'll still be there. I'll probably still be there. Oh, I love that. Oh, I can listen to this from my hotel room. Nice. Ooh. At 4am when you're trying to get sleep, <laughs> yeah. the
0: club is <laughs> popping downstairs. Yeah. I love that. Again, I feel like I've got quite a few highs as well. you. Okay. Okay. This is definitely a high. Mm-hmm. Love a good trip. Great. I mean, it's just fun that this is my job. Yeah. That's cool. And, and, you, you, and you don't mind
1: getting up early and jumping on a plane? Oh, I love it.
0: It's part of the fun. Cool. Just love an adventure. Mm-hmm. Love something that's just... a little bit different and I really do have to pinch myself had a bit of a moment this morning where I was like Alice you like if you'd said to your 17 year old self who was hating school and Mm -hmm. blah 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 you know in four years time you're going to be getting on flights and doing all these cool things and calling at work I just wouldn't have believed it yeah but it's so easy when you're in it not to take that
1: step back and be like wow it is. This is really cool. It's hard to get perspective, but yeah, it's, it's very,
0: very cool. You've got a great job. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I think my other high, which I mentioned to you earlier, which feels weird talking about because I can't talk about it yet, but when this is out, wait, <gasps> I won't have launched it yet. Because no. well, this goes out it. at 6am on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on the day that this goes out, yeah, there is a really exciting launch, which mm-hmm. has been, I'm not exaggerating, like my whole business, I think, has led... Wow. To this launch in the sense of like the content that's in it and the format has come from like four years of doing what I've done and it's only just come to life. So the last week has just been the most exciting but also overwhelming thing of like, it finally makes sense yeah and then it's this like okay we're launching yeah. it in a week then just, that's just good <laughs> that's
1: so me it's just yeah. like Emily I've got it we're launching in a week yeah I'm the same I'm like oh just I'll, no prep no I'll just just do it to okay. get right out there yeah so hopefully
0: yeah I'm not going to say what it is but mm-hmm. on this day if people are listening to it when it comes out is when people find out you know what it is yeah because I told yes. you <laughs> um I'm also conscious of overhyping it I'm like maybe
1: it's really crap and be I be like right. your entire business leading up to this one moment I know. It's pretty <laughs> that's, maybe that that's pretty a big hype I would say yeah maybe <laughs> yeah
0: maybe I need to rethink that <laughs> I'll get some different marketing in place yeah, it, yeah. No <laughs> um but yeah things just feel good I, I've talked about it a lot in the podcast actually a lot of my lows for the last few months have been I don't really know what's next mm-hmm. it's hard when you don't feel like like I don't need a five-year plan but just no. the next step would be nice. Yeah. So I think it's nice to feel like that makes sense. And it's kind of helped 2020 begin mm-hmm. to take shape. Mm-hmm. Whereas up until the last week, 2020 was just... Blank. I couldn't even think about it. Yeah. Whereas now, because this thing has come to life, I'm like, cool. I awesome. think I'm beginning to feel like next year is actually going to happen. Uh-huh. Rather than just it's this weird thing that we keep really talking soon. about.
1: But do you find because you help so many other people figure out the next step, that it's harder for you to figure out your, your next step? Or is it easier because you? I guess I'm just
0: always thinking in that way. I think naturally my brain is very big picture. Mm-hmm. I'm not a detail person. Like I'm not. I don't relate when people say they're perfectionists. Mm-hmm. Just not perfectionists. Like I will just. I'm like a bull in a china shop. Like yeah. I just want to run with everything and yeah, I kind yeah. of leave a bit of mess behind me. Yeah. So I think in a way that's where I prefer to be is in the big picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think I'm so. I mean, everyone's like this. I just will not do something unless it feels like a perfect fit. Yeah. So I can want to think big picture all I want, but if I don't feel like I know what that looks like, I find that really frustrating.
1: Yeah. Because you're yeah. just
0: sat there like forcing yourself to come up with ideas and you're like, well, I don't like any of them. No. And then it's the second that you stop trying
1: to think yeah. and it comes to you and you're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. It's always <laughs> when you're go? not like trying to think about it Mm. do you think you get the ideas in the shower or whatever or like yeah when you're just like driving the car or something you're like oh this is it yes it's it's so simple Mm. but i think they're the best ideas when Mm. you're
0: just like oh yeah that makes sense Yeah, and that's how you know it's a good one Mm -hmm. whereas i don't know about you but i've never sat down and forced myself to think of an idea no and that idea has never been great if i have done that i don't think i don't think i could do
1: that no it just it just comes yeah You never know.
0: Never know what's next. Part of the joy there, right? Yeah. (laughs) Who knows where we're going to be? I love that. So Claire, you are the first of people who have submitted to be on the podcast. You're gonna be the first ever episode of this new way of chatting with people. Ooh, I know. She's it. Yeah. Um so for context people who didn't know, Mm -hmm. I I mean to be honest with you, Claire, I'm almost two years in and I'm starting to run out of friends. (laughs) I was like I've had about fifty guests on this podcast and do you know what, after a while, I'm just thinking who? Yeah. (laughs) I just thought I'm just gonna ask if people want to come and join me yeah so I gave people a two-week period and asked some questions and you were one of those people yeah and we were already doing this client session today yeah and obviously you're cool and I liked your
1: conversation starter thanks so here we are yay it's been super fun I almost didn't apply because you 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 didn't close it on the last day I think and I hadn't applied because I was too busy or something I'd come up with the kids and then on the Friday you put that message up saying oh I forgot to take it down, so it's still up. And I was like, right, okay, this is my chance. I'll just, I'll she just got in. slip in right at the end. Nice. It's actually still live. Really? <laughs> yes. Again, not a perfectionist, Claire. The no. second
0: that my head has moved on from something, I can't care less. No. I feel for Emily because she's so she's very detail-oriented. Okay. So she'll just be like, Alice, do you want to just spend five minutes like wrapping? I'm like, no, 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 I want to do the next thing, please. Thank you very yeah. much. But yeah, I'm really excited because it, it, it's been really interesting to actually hear like all of the conversation starters, as much as I obviously base them off of who I'm speaking to, they have to come from my head. Mm-hmm. So there's like, my experiences are limited. Yeah. So it's been really interesting to hear other people's yes. topics because I'm like, oh, it feels like it's hopefully encapsulating a far more realistic, and I guess balanced view, because yeah. it's not just what I think,
1: yeah, totally. or what
0: I want to talk about Yeah.
1: other people's as well.
0: Yeah. So our conversation starter is all about how to not let your competitors get in your head and what that looks like for both of us.
1: Oh, it's a bit scary. <laughs> it
0: is. I think it is a topic that feels a bit like, oh. mm-hmm. am I going to offend someone? Mm-hmm. Am I going to upset someone? Because it's such a personal thing. Yep. And I think ultimately it comes down to where you sit with it. I know people that have absolutely no problem with competitors getting in their heads. Mm-hmm. I know some people, it's like the biggest thing that holds them back. Yeah. So I think maybe just us sharing our experiences of that yep. and opening up about what that's looked like can hopefully help others to think that through for themselves hopefully hopefully who knows (laughs) either way they'll get a laugh out of it so for you I'm interested to know like what's your relationship been with the idea of having competitors
1: yeah so I think it's it's definitely evolved because like I was saying earlier my business originally was vintage and at the time I didn't have any competitors so it was really easy for me to not even think about it but obviously now that I've phased out the vintage and we have the the normal collections, obviously, that now comes into play massively. And I mean, Northern Ireland's so small, there's definitely like pockets of other bridal stores that my brides will go and see them and come to me, even if they feel more aligned maybe with me or with them, they'll still kind of do the rounds because nobody, very few people, just go to one shop. I mean, it does happen, but very few. But in saying that, I would like to think I'm on quite good terms, like we would chat on DMs and stuff with the other shop owners, sometimes we help each other out. Like, actually, one of the other stores, um, she helped me put, like, the book, you know, like, on Instagram, on your profile page, you can have, like, a little book now button. I didn't yeah. know how to do that. And she, like, phoned me up and told me how to do it. And I was like, that's kind of amazing. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. I love that. But I suppose on the flip side, there's definitely times when, you know, when you're seeing people's successes on Instagram, you're seeing what they're doing, or you feel like what they're doing is very similar to what you're doing, it can really, like get you and <laughs> just mm-hmm. it feels like punching the stomach a bit sometimes. Yeah. And I just find that's quite it's really hard to not look sideways, but I feel like it's so important to just focus mm-hmm. on your goals, what you're aiming to do, what your client needs, like and just kind of stay in your own lane completely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, all of that noise from each side is so hard to ignore. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. And I think it's hard as well. It's not a you know, it's not a blanket answer. No. Of, oh just Ignore them. No, because you can't do that either, really. Yeah, and exactly like you said in in your Mm -hmm. answer, there's been there's really positive things about being Mm -hmm. connected with quote unquote competitors. And really by Mm -hmm. competitors we just mean people in the same field as you. Yeah no one's a direct competitor ever, because I think particularly when you're a small business, you're so unique because of who you are. Yeah. But I guess if they're you know, offering a similar thing to a similar group of people, mm-hmm. it's hard because that community over competition message exists for a reason. Yeah, because there absolutely. is so much power in being connected and there's so much power in sharing and helping and just being in that community setting. Mm-hmm. But I think on the flip side of that, I struggle to feel like community over competition works for me when it's with people that I would see as a competitor. Mm-hmm. And I think there sometimes feels like this pressure of you need to be friends with everyone. Yes. And you're a bad business owner for putting boundaries in place where you're maybe not looking left to right and you can put those blinkers on. yeah. But I don't think, I think I'd really struggle to be in community with people that are direct competitors just because I know my nature yeah. would find that hard
1: yeah no I, I totally agree and there's definitely a lot of muting on Instagram that goes on for me and it might be just for a period of time and then I can unmute because mm. there's times when you just think I Instagram is becoming that negative place for me because I'm comparing myself to what everyone else is doing and that's not what I should be doing and it's not putting me in the right headspace for my clients so yeah. I just have to mute for a little while until I can just regather and regroup, and then mm. and then back to the start again. Yeah. But I think there, when you were just saying that, it made me think it's like I think the community of competition thing is fine when everybody acknowledges your own. How do I explain this? Like, everybody has their own kind of USP. So if everybody stays in mm-hmm. that genre, it's when people start to like encroach on your USP and you suddenly go, oh, actually, hold on a wee second. I thought that's my thing. Mm. And I, we're all such a small community here and now you're kind of doing something similar that I find that really hard. And it's probably just, I'm probably taking it way more personally than I should do. But again, when you're a personal brand, it's really hard not to. So yeah. how do you, and then you, I'm like, okay, well, they're not doing the same thing as me. So I'm not, and now I'm going to do something different. I need to mm. change my approach. I need to change my copy on my website. I need to change whatever because theirs is too similar and I want to be different so it's and then you're always just having to constantly work to be that one step ahead which can be quite exhausting too Mm. it's hard
0: yeah and it's easy to say oh we just shouldn't take it personally it's not personal but you do take it personally especially when you know it's not even just if you're a personal brand if it's your business it's Mm -hmm. your baby it's something that Mm -hmm. you care huge amounts about and it can be really hard you know, I think especially when you're in a hard place, you know, if it feels like something's going wrong in the business, if mm-hmm. it feels like something is unclear, anything which, like, I think when when I'm in that place, I speak for myself, I find comparison really difficult yeah, because definitely. I feel insecure. Yeah. Whereas I know that when I'm in a good place with my business and I feel really confident and the next step feels clear and there's energy and traction and yeah. growth, I'm like... Crack on yeah. everyone else. You do you. Yeah. But I think there's that acknowledgement of, oh, actually, it probably is a lot more about where I'm at. Yeah, definitely.
1: Than how I interact with yeah competitors. Definitely. No, I would completely agree with that. When you're buzzed about something that you're doing and it's giving you so much energy, you don't even need to like consider mm. what anyone else is doing because it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know about you.
0: I... I think because I'm such a personal brand, mm-hmm. I don't really feel threatened by anyone Yeah. because I know people primarily work with me for me. Mm-hmm. So if someone's just looking for expertise, they're probably gonna go for it elsewhere. I could list some people where I'm like, oh, okay, they offer something similar to me, mm-hmm. but I never feel like, oh, I've got like direct competitors. But even with those people that are similar to me, mm-hmm. I don't follow any of them because yeah. a big thing for me is I'll see something they're doing, and then I'll constantly feel really worried that my ideas aren't original, because yes. I worry how much that subconsciously gets into my head. Yeah, and then like I'm just so not I don't I don't even want to test where the line is. Yeah, with copying slash inspiration. Yeah, because that's something that really frustrates me. Mm-hmm. So I think I do have quite a blanket approach of just like you do. You, I will support you from a distance, mm-hmm. but it's so
1: much. For me, just about I can't connect with you because it doesn't help me. Yeah, no, it just it just blurs everything, doesn't it? It's mm. really hard to, yeah, then acknowledge what was what was your idea and what mm. was did were you inspired by somebody else without realising it even yeah. you know. Because
0: like we said at the start, we would I'm going to speak for both of us here mm-hmm. in that I think our best ideas have always come from a really internal place yes, and have never come from seeing someone
1: else do something and thinking, oh, Mm -hmm. that might work for me. Yeah, I've I've never understood that. When you put something into practice in your business or whatever and somebody literally just goes, oh, I'm going to take a piece of that and do the exact same thing as you. I can't, I don't get that. Like, I would always, if I saw somebody else doing something, I'd be like, well, I don't want to do that because they're doing it. I'm going to do something better than that or something more unusual or different or whatever. Mm. So yeah, I've never really understood that mindset of like, you know, you see it all the time. Like, not I don't think any of our two businesses, because we're not really product, we're not makers. But you see a lot in a lot of those maker businesses where somebody literally copies their exact design and then sells it for cheaper or tries to palm it off as their own. And you're like, ah, oh, like how can you? Where's your integrity? Like, how can you possibly do that without feeling completely shit about yourself? I don't, mm. I just don't get that at all.
0: Yeah, no, me neither. But we've both had experiences where. Mm-hmm. There's been elements of copying, mm-hmm. and I guess where that line between is it flattering because it's inspiration, yeah. and that thing of what do they
1: say? Um, Imitation is the highest form of flattery.
0: That's that what one. they say. I sometimes find that a tough one because I I probably have about once every two weeks something from my website gets copied.
1: Really? Quite yeah. obvious. Like
0: it's like what? Like what? Designs of the pages. I've got Google Alerts on all of my website copy.
1: So okay. anytime
0: anything gets copied word for word, <gasps> okay, this is, I'll show you this how to set it up. New to me. What, what is, I'll send you some links. Okay. You can set Google alerts on anything. So like I have Google alerts on my name because I'm narcissistic. Okay. So anytime I get mentioned anywhere, they haven't told me they've mentioned me, I get a Google alert. Whoa, my mind is
1: like exploding right now. I put links not in the show notes. This, <laughs> that you could do. Yeah. But so you can do that with your copy, like your text. And there's websites oh you can use
0: where you can put your website copy into that website and it'll scan other websites for it wow. so I keep quite on top of that because I've paid thousands of pounds for my website yeah. copy and my website design oh my god so the, the design's a harder one because again it's a bit like yeah is it inspiration fair enough like is yours a like it's not like a Squarespace thing or is it like a brand new You know, you it's can... custom coded yeah. yeah yeah so elements of it I've never pulled anyone up on that quite yeah every couple of weeks something copy wise gets taken wow and that's an easier one to be like that's sincere. Yeah. Oh. And like, I've, do you know what was the weirdest one? Bit off topic here. But someone once copied my about page, which if you read
1: it is a timeline That's of my so story. Weird. <laughs> I was like, what? And they weren't like talking about you. Like it wasn't like, oh, no. here's Elsa's backstory. No, no, backstory they just or... shifted
0: some of the words to be wow. for them. And what I was trying to conclude with that point was that I actually, it, it doesn't annoy me. I genuinely just feel sorry for the person mm. I don't care if that sounds patronizing because I honestly do because I just think it's very sad that people think that copying me is a better fit than just whatever feels right for them
1: I know yeah like we're like their own mm. personal journey and that like it's
0: but yeah. that's sad that there's obviously an element
1: of I don't, they feel, don't like feel like they can my share message it. or my
0: story or my mm. language is the best way to do it and in my experience when you run a business the best way to do it is yeah. your way
1: yeah it's madness I had my almost my entire FAQs copy, copied by another Northern Irish bridal boutique mm. um, it was like a mishmash between mine and another stores like she basically just like mishmashed them together or her designer did or whoever I don't know And I honestly, literally, I could have cried about it, like, because I put so much effort into writing them. Like, I wrote them like they were coming from my mouth, you know? It wasn't like, oh, here's just, you know, some generic kind of um, formal way to say these things. And then I DM'd about it. And... She said that she basically said, "Oh, there's only we're all trying to say the same things, and there's only so many ways to say it." And she didn't change it. But I wow. uh, literally that day, I think I sat up all night, like, and I rewrote my entire thing, like, reformatted it. It wasn't; it was so far from what it had been, but it was mm. so much better. So in yeah. a way, it kind of forced me to like up my game. Yeah, love keeps you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, it do, yeah, it does. Which was it's better now because I feel like it's it's probably much more my voice now compared to when I wrote it like two years ago, or whatever. Mm. But yeah, it's just the fact that she. Yeah, she didn't even acknowledge what she'd done. I find that pretty hard to take. Like, if it was me, I'd have been like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Like, I'll even mm. if I even if it was a genuine mistake, even if it really genuinely was, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh shit, sorry." Like, I'll I'll you know I'll fix that. I'll change mine. I'll do this. Mm. But it was like so brazen. It's like no, I'm you know sure we're all doing the same thing. I'm like no, we're not. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it is hard because there are definitely you know I know friends who have had experiences where they've launched. I don't know, an artwork for something or a blog post for something and then yeah. someone's come out and said oh that's that's actually quite similar to something I did yeah. and genuinely they didn't see it or they didn't realise and I think yeah. that's a different situation Yeah, but it, it <clears throat> baffles me so much when people mm. outright
1: copy Yeah, and I just think, why? I know, it's, yeah, it's I don't know, I think do they just think it's the easier route? I don't know, it's like mm. it's less work obviously but yeah or do people maybe some people genuinely don't see it as a problem? I don't know where they think well we're all we're all in this together it's you know they don't realize how much work you've put into getting it there in the first place. Especially if they don't understand the value in it then they don't yeah appreciate how wrong it is to take it.
0: Yeah, I guess. And what's gone into it. Yeah. And that idea again it's that I think especially with you know the world these days with uber and amazon next day delivery mm-hmm. and deliveroo like we get things
1: mm-hmm. we
0: want the final product we don't want the process yeah so i get how it is mm-hmm. tempting i think to look at someone else's final product whether that be website copy whether that be a, yeah. something they designed whatever and think oh that'd be nice great i'll just nab that idea
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i think i think when your business is a small business particularly mm-hmm. things have to be in alignment so yeah. unless you can go through that process of knowing why you're doing it yeah. and knowing that it fits in with what you're already doing, yeah. I think you're doing yourself a disservice by not letting yourself totally figure out what's going to fit you rather than just going, "Oh, that seems to work for them." Yeah, let me tap into that. Yeah. In my experience, it's harder work, but it's so much more worth it to find your own thing completely and create that rather than tapping into something that someone's already done.
1: Completely. I mean, I even had. I there was another thing that happened. And I I don't think this one was intentional and I never did anything about it, but you know you have your Squarespace templates, another bridal shop in Northern Ireland changed their, redesigned their whole website, it was the exact same template but even so much that the landing page was like exactly the same and I was like oh man like I'd spent so long like because I did it all myself, I was like I designed all this, I don't have the time to redesign my, a new template on Squarespace so I mm. just had to give it up and I made a few tweaks to try and make it different but I was like how can you not, like in one way we're saying okay you shouldn't really look sideways but also on the flip side I guess you should be aware of what other people are doing to make sure you're not doing the same as them. Mm. There's that side too so how do, you, yeah. how do you balance that? It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like what they're doing you can end up at the same conclusion and not realise it. Yeah, yeah it's not necessarily even
0: copying that gets you there. Yeah. It is sometimes just easy because I give me that
1: template worked great for what we were both trying to present. I probably it does obviously so, but yeah, mm. it's it's just a bit of a. It's such a unique thing,
0: I think, per every business, isn't mm. it? And I guess it's knowing because I I know some business owners who are like best of friends. I see it a lot in the wedding industry, actually. Mm people seem very more than any other industry I know they're oh, you very think, connected yeah even like I think wedding photographers I see the most mm-hmm. like they just seem so collaborative you know if, if they can't do a date yeah they seem so on it with like oh but here's other people I'd
1: recommend yeah and that seems like quite a I mean I guess if you're I mean I don't know but I'm assuming if you're a photographer and somebody really wants you and you're already booked you're helping that client by even though they're not going to gain from you or you won't gain from them financially but you know if you can recommend somebody who you think is similar to you I guess that's that's a good thing to do because you yeah. want them to do the same back yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and I think that's it it seems like quite a yeah. I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for but it's the generosity of spirit I would mm. say isn't
0: it generosity of spirit yeah. I think that's a good
1: word for I mean me, that, yeah. it, it definitely happens with the us shops too like I know I've definitely sent people to other stores like if they come in and they're like in a certain type of dress I'm like well do you know what who Does this better? You should go see whatever store. And I'm, I've definitely had brides come in where they've said, Oh, so and so at some such shop told me to come here. So, you know, there's that that does happen too. Um, and there's I mean, I'm sure it's the same in England, but it's such a small community here, so everybody knows everybody, and everybody you, you can't not be nice to people and not, you know, on some level,
0: yeah. I think that's the send that out, the line though, isn't it? Yeah, it's that feeling of you know, if you do find it hard to be connected with people that are where you want to be or where you currently are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you're not a bad person for muting them on Instagram no. or just not wanting to follow them or just for not wanting to be their best friend. Mm-hmm. But there is obviously still an expectation there. And I think something that's really powerful within small business owners is still that feeling of, mm-hmm. you know, there's still community. Yeah. But community over competition doesn't mean giving them all your secrets. Yes. And... Following their every move. Yeah. In my experience, no, I don't find that a healthy
1: relationship. Completely, I agree. And even like, have you have you ever blocked somebody from seeing your stuff on Instagram? I haven't want? no.
0: I've really not had I, I mean, unless people can alert me to some other digital marketing <laughs> coaches. Actually it annoys me a bit mm-hmm. because then when people inquire with me, and I maybe don't have space until You've got no March next them. year. It would be nice to be like, <laughs> yeah. I know you want to work with someone now. I, I'm so fine that you don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. Here's someone else. Yeah. But the other digital marketing coaches I know are either they don't work with service-based businesses, mm-hmm. or I just don't resonate with
1: their yeah, approach. The or same. have you? I have in a moment of like fired-up passion, but then instantly unblock them. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> <don't> <laughs> I think I'm the mute button is good. Yes, I I've think that's a safe way to do it, and then you can check in. You can check in when you want, and like if you want to annoy yourself for a little half hour, you can be like other oh, so yes. stories and get get really riled. Just off. annoy yourself. Can you ever yeah. do that? Are you just mm-hmm. in that mood. You like. Just
0: I know to a few people that I can stalk. If I want to piss myself <laughs> off a bit, yeah. or if I want to just give myself a kick up the ass. Okay. Because there are people that I almost can't follow because they're making such big moves okay. that I get a bit like it freaks me out a bit. Yeah. But then I know if I ever need a bit of a yeah. motivation. <laughs> or they saying that, I was just thinking when you were saying there about muting people, I I did mute people last, was it last year? Earlier this year mm-hmm. when I was launching the retreat for the first time. Okay. I, well know for the second time, I launched the retreat, obviously did it. And then probably just because I was suddenly aware of it, everyone else seemed to be launching retreats. Okay. And I just found it like I just couldn't. It's really harsh. They were my friends, but I I just had to mute because mm-hmm. I just thought... I'm so needing to dig deep and Mm -hmm. put the blinkers on Mm -hmm. that I just need to do something for me and just mute these people and it wasn't at all personal no like some of them are my close friends and I've unmuted them now I love their content (laughs) but I just had to say to myself like to get through these next few weeks and to do what I need to do I can't see what they're doing
1: no because if it's going to affect your mood for the whole day and like wreck your headspace or Mm. like yeah like I don't want to sometimes I've you know, coming to the shop, seeing something on Instagram, and then I have to do. I have like five appointments back to back, and I'm like, "It's." I'm starting off those appointments on like a bad vibe, and I don't. I don't want to do that. So, if I just mute them, then I don't have to worry about that, and I'm only seeing lovely things that are going to make me happy for the day. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's the idea of like just putting boundaries in place with yourself. Yeah. No one else needs to know no. that you've, you you're not following them, <laughs> or you've muted them, or that you just don't care to know what's going on with them. Like. Yeah. I think it's that idea of like just putting boundaries in place mm-hmm. to help you and mm-hmm. feeling permission to do that mm-hmm. makes such a difference.
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually so important, I think. And I think as, as your business grows and you get bigger, I think it becomes even more important because, yeah, there just becomes more and more people that are going to annoy you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But it,
0: But it also is a sense of the more you grow, it feels like the more you've got to lose or protect.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it.
0: I definitely am yeah. I'm noticing I'm
1: getting more cynical mm-hmm. and more protective over what I've built, the bigger yes. it gets. Yeah, you're right, that's it, isn't it? It's like you've you've spent years and time and energy building this thing that is so yours and then for someone else to either rip it off or for them to see somebody else doing something that they've just copied your format and done it like that, when you've spent all that time getting to that point. It's mm-hmm. like they skip the journey. They just go straight to the end. Yeah, like, but it took me all this time to figure this out. Now like, you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like, but
0: like, yeah, like copying. But then again, they're always one they always gonna be one step behind.
1: Well this is Because the thing. if people yeah.
0: are inspired, we'll even say inspired by because <laughs> maybe people aren't copying, they're being inspired. Because mm-hmm. it does like industries need people to carve a path yeah. like there was someone was the first person to create an online course someone yeah. was the first person I know mental right <laughs> I a don't know, to host a mastermind oh, yeah. right and I think it's that thing of like i've had to do it even with the retreat i've had to be like not everyone that is now launching your retreat is copying me like get over yourself alice and even
1: if they did yours would be different because it's Mm -hmm. yours
0: so it's hard to yeah yeah, but also that was my launch of six months ago mm -hmm. no one has spent the last six months working on the launch that i've got coming out next week exactly so even if they copy that they're still do you know what i mean it's that idea of like still behind it doesn't really bother me when people i just think i think it's Quite flattering.
1: Oh, I don't know. No, I I find it exhausting a bit. I think. But then do you know what? I'm just thinking like when I lived in London, I my one of my Saturday jobs was in the cloth house. I don't know if you know. It's a fabric shop um, in Soho. Okay. And there's like I oh God, what was I can't remember what street it was on. Um Wardro Street. There's like probably twenty fabric shops on that one street. But because they're all there, it's created like this. Um, it's like a, you know, it's where you go when you need fabric. Mm. So the fact that they're all there is beneficial to each other even though you would think like that's crazy there's 20 fabric shops on one street how on earth can they all do well but because it almost uh, like it creates like a like a speciality bubble I suppose so then when I think about that with my business now I'm like okay well I shouldn't be afraid of new stores opening or Because in a way that, if they're good, then in a way it creates more of a need. Say, for example, everyone's like, well, all the best stores are in Belfast, so let's go to Belfast when we go bridal shopping because Mm -hmm. that's where the cool shops are, you know? So
0: in a a way... I like that way of looking at it. Yeah. Because if if they're promoting the same message as you, mm -hmm. but in their way... Yeah. Exactly that. They're only increasing the need and awareness for what you offer.
1: Yeah. And that's a positive thing. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just such a... It's such a blurred thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's like you can come and you can do similar but just don't do the same.
0: Yes. So <laughs> like, yeah, it's that differentiation. Like Lucy Sheridan, the comparison coach, mm-hmm. she says around this phrase of instead of like, Oh, I'm so jealous you've got that, to mm-hmm. instead say good for you and the same for me. Mm-hmm. As in, cool, if I've shown people that Working as a digital marketing coach is possible. Amazing! I'm so glad to facilitate that for you. Mm-hmm. Now go and figure out your way of doing it. Yeah, because that's going to work ten times better for you than my way of doing yeah, it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I, but I do definitely notice, and this is where I have to be quite boundary with myself because I don't mm-hmm. like this quality in me. Is I do like I said earlier, like I feel quite protective over what I've built. Mm-hmm. I find myself beginning to get quite cynical of other people who I recognise are wanting to build something similar to what i've got yeah i become quite suspicious i think
1: just because i feel so protective over what i've built well it's it's if you get a vibe that they want to do it but they don't want to put the work in they Mm -hmm. want to get to where you're at now without having Mm -hmm. to spend three years getting there like that of course you're going to be suspicious (laughs) i actually don't get it it's not too bad and i honestly
0: will answer any question someone gives me if i've already got a relationship with them Mm -hmm. you know anyone who knows me can ask me anything i'll tell mm-hmm. you like genuinely nothing is off limits i'll tell people mm-hmm. specific answers i think where it feels like people are taking the mick or where i begin to get a bit suspicious is when either there's no relationship already there mm-hmm. or where there's just question after question after question yeah and it gets to the point where i just think actually where like i do struggle with the line between i want to share and i want to help but also some of this stuff has taken years of making mistakes and figuring out and also some of this stuff is so specific to the business I'm building Mm -hmm. is it helpful for you for me to tell you how I limit my client numbers or how I communicate with clients do you not just be
1: like well hire me as a consultant I'll I'll talk to you for an hour but it's pay me two grand yeah then I'll tell you (laughs) I had a a really weird email a couple of months back from I think She lived in England somewhere and she was basically like, I really want to set up a shop like yours or similar vibe. There's nothing like that here, which is fair enough. Um, But I'd love to, um, you know, if I'm really struggling to put together my business plan if you could answer some questions for me. And there was literally a list of like 20 questions going, how much money do you make per month? How much do you, what? how do you figure out what brands, how much do you have to spend on each brand? How do you, I was like, wow, like if I literally answered all these questions, it would take me about three hours. And B, I would have literally given you, like you said, my yeah. five years of business practice in one yeah, email. Yeah. So I just replied. I was like, um, there's so much to dive into here. If you are looking for a mentor, here's my, here's my rates. Nice. <laughs> like, I will happily talk to you, but it'll be 200 quid an hour or whatever, yeah. whatever it was, you know, and of course she didn't get back to me because who on earth would ever, mm. it was so, it was, it was just so detailed and so many questions and quite personal Money questions, too. I'm like, well, Mm. yeah, you know, I'm happy to talk about money, but I'm not going to tell you how much money I'm taking home. Like, no. Yeah. Do you know?
0: Yeah. There is, that. it's it's a fine line again between, like, (laughs) yeah, let's help each other and let's... Just give it all away for free. Yeah, it's a balance. And I genuinely think the thing that's important there is relationship.
1: Mm. Yeah, like, if I'd known her a little bit, I probably would have been like, yeah, of course, because she would never have been direct competition to me. Of Mm. course not. She was in the south of England somewhere,
0: but... It's just that thing of, like, A what we've built is never going to be the perfect match for you no and b i think part of the process it's
1: it's part of it yeah i was just going to say there i think that the journey you go on and the mistakes you make and the the things you learn from it you're never again the value you're never going to understand the value of those lessons unless you've actually lived them Mm. i don't think it's so true and my reaction to something that might happen in my business might be very different to yeah whatever a competitor's reaction might be so mm. their journey will take them in a different way, and you can't you can't really compare them.
0: Yeah, I mean, you do you
1: exactly. So like that's what everything this comes back to on this whole challenge. You do you <laughs> yeah. like
0: you do you with putting boundaries in place? Mm-hmm. If you want to be best pals with your competitors, crack on. Yep. If, like us, people need to put the blinkers on mm-hmm. and not look left to right, yep. you're not a bad person for doing that. No, It's your call cool with where you draw the line between inspiration and copying. Mm-hmm. I think just be careful.
1: Yeah, I, I just think just don't. No, well, <laughs> I, co- copying is obviously, like, no. that's never ever going to be okay. <laughs> no,
0: But as in, I guess when there's, I always think if I'm thinking, is this inspired by someone else? Mm-hmm.
1: I know it. it's not right. Yeah, like for me, but then you obviously have that integrity to feel Mm. like that. Whereas I, yeah, it feels like there's people that don't.
0: Yeah, but then from our experience, you're never gonna build something great off of someone else's ideas. True.
1: Yeah. Exactly true. Yeah, it's never gonna be like deep, bone success because it's not. It's not from from your heart. That's cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like from your. It's not like from your soul, so it's not gonna it's never going to mean as much and people won't connect with it Mm. in the same way if it's not authentically you. Yeah. I hate that word, but you know, authentic. (laughs) But
0: that's exactly it. Trust that you do have something meaningful to bring Mm -hmm. in your way. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. You do you. Build it and they will come. Yeah, it's very true. (laughs) The waiting part, not so fun. (laughs) No. (laughs) But nice when you begin to see that actually working in action. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, Yeah. I have got this. Yes. This does work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Amazing.
0: Right, I've got four questions for us. One only you can answer, but the rest we can both do. Okay. So this is your question that you wrote in your submission, which I quite enjoyed (laughs) because it's apt for what we've done today. Um, Give up Instagram for a year or give up chocolate for a year. Oh, shit. We've spoken a lot about Instagram today, and also we've eaten a lot of chocolate today.
1: Oh, I mean... Heart says one thing, head says another. Well, if I gave up Instagram for a year, what would happen to my business? Like, this making me evaluate how much... I really put all my energy into Instagram because... Okay, could we answer it that it wouldn't affect your business?
0: Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't. Sorry. It's my question. <laughs> just like, so give up Instagram, but <laughs> your business still grows via Instagram. You're just not using Instagram.
1: I think... And you have to lose it. Maybe it would be a good challenge. I'm such a chocolate, Like, I actually don't know what the answer to this is because I don't know how I could give up chocolate. Like, so if, if somebody could literally, like, if it was like a magic par where I just wasn't allowed to eat it, like, I could no matter how hard I tried, it just wouldn't go in my mouth, mm-hmm. then I would say, give up chocolate. <laughs> but you love chocolate. <laughs> but I love chocolate so much. I don't know. I don't, like, I have no willpower if There's chocolate in the house I'm eating it, so I wouldn't know how to it You're in a bit of a... <laughs> I actually, genuinely, you've <laughs> given yourself an unanswerable question. Um, well, what, what, what about you?
0: Well, I'd have to give up chocolate. Um, so I do love chocolate. Yeah. But I also quite like making money and having a business. Yeah. And mm. even though, you know... All of my eggs aren't in the Instagram basket. Some of my eggs are. (laughs) And I quite like those eggs are quite fruitful. So I'm going to keep those guys in there. Yeah, I think it would would
1: reluctantly have to be chocolate.
0: Can you have chocolate-flavoured things?
1: Or is it just straight chocolate or is it chocolate as a whole? Well, what what do you ever have that chocolate-flavoured does not actually chocolate? Uh, Chocolate cake,
0: chocolate milk, chocolate sauce, chocolate ice cream.
1: Mm, I think they come under the bracket of chocolate. Oh... See, there we've got a problem. Because <laughs> I was just thinking I can have those things. No, I don't think you can have them either. I think we're going to have to give up chocolate for a day, Claire. <laughs> I, I think I'd last a day. Right. I'm not even kidding. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know your, your laugh at chocolate is so intense. Like, would you not have chocolate every day? No. I don't think you have it every day. <laughs> oh, I 100% so would have some chocolate every day. Which favourite chocolate? Cadbury's. Probably. Although nice. I do, I am partial to a fries, a fries chocolate cream. Oh, what? A fries chocolate cream. Do you not have that? No clue. Oh, you must have them. Fries chocolate cream. It's like a mint, it's like a dark chocolate with like a, a sort of minty fondant on the inside. Absolutely. I'm going to buy you one from the shop <laughs> and you can take it with It's tonight. I cannot wait. Give it go. Okay,
0: question number two. What's been an unexpected, I guess part of running a
1: business and having kids and balancing the two? The guilt of not being able to stay away from my phone when i'm with them mm. that's pretty hard and probably a lot of people don't admit i think how much they are on their phone when they're with their kids yeah but it's so hard when you your phone is your is your business in a way you like you know be different 20 years ago when you didn't have that that option but yeah because my little one is still so small i'm not able to work the amount of hours that are needed really with archive 12 so I have, I have to work when I'm with them or you know every day I'm like oh I'll do it whenever they go to sleep when they go to sleep I'm literally so exhausted I'm like there's no time left plus the oldest ones are now staying up to like half eight I'm like whoa <laughs> where's I going to bed at like half nine where's my, where's my evening gone yeah so yeah so I, the real guilt and kind of like the ickiness of you know that whole thing, like, oh, mummy's just doing an email, give me a second. You're like, oh, my mm. God, that's so bad. Like, I'm their mom. Like, they deserve my full attention when I'm with them. So it's really hard to put those boundaries in place. And the guilt must go both ways.
0: When you're working, you feel like, is it? No? <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> do you know what? I'm really lucky because when I'm working, my husband has them. So okay. I don't have that, like, oh, they're in daycare 40 hours a week, which mm-hmm. is obviously a lot of people have to do, and that's completely fine. But I think because I know they're with him, it's like that's the same as being with me, really, so yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, um, is that bad? I don't have no. any guilt about being that's at work. not a bad thing to admit. I, I love being at work. It's like a holiday compared to being at home.
0: That's <laughs> what makes you come alive. Yeah. But it's, it's weird that there's an ingrained, like, that is something to feel guilty about.
1: And I think, I suppose as well, another thing that happens is if something shit happens at work, like, if I have a really bad client experience or something, whatever, business crisis of so whatever level, I can't. Leave that at work. It's I find that really hard to like not let it affect my mood at home, mm. and then that that's not fair on them either. And it's 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 something I'm working on but it's it's definitely a hard one to yeah to, to kind of leave it at the door whenever you leave you know because mm. it's so consuming yeah it, it yeah of course it is like yeah. you said it's like another baby really but um, yeah I mean I moan
0: that my business is a baby and then you have a business baby and three real life babies I <laughs> <laughs> just feel like that is
1: it is a lot yeah no it is it is and obviously the, the bigger two are at school so that makes that a lot easier mm. um, because they have a structure in place and they just go off and there they love school so it's fine yeah and when the little one goes to school then I'll have more time here and then you know hopefully when I have that bit more time here I'll be able to balance my time with them better because I'll be able to get everything done when I'm away from them so that then when I'm with them I can actually engage better mm. with them and be more present yeah it's such it's such a head melt like it really I think you're smashing
0: it <laughs> I do not know like honestly okay. I'm just in constant admiration of any of my clients that mm. that have kids and run a business because I just think Fliph and Nora
1: it's a lot yeah but then probably by the time you ever if you ever get to that stage you'll, your business will be like so established and so well so smoothly flying you'll be able to take that time away and I find that boring <laughs> well, this is what we problem. both said earlier is that the second we both get comfortable we get bored Yeah, so, you we know, <laughs> no. just keep adding to it right I know I mean I must say actually when I had I had my third baby last spring no, last June and it was actually the best, like, post-birth mental space that I was in because I had the business to keep me, like, I didn't... Like, with the other two, when I when I had them, it was, like, my work life stopped and then it was just them, the baby, mm. which is fine. It's quite consuming. But it, it's especially with your first, it's really hard to, like, figure that out and you kind of lose your identity and, like, what, who, like what's going on? Whereas mm. with the third one, even though you think it would be the hardest because there's only three kids, it actually was the easiest because... I was still I was still me. I, nothing really changed. Like obviously I wasn't in the shop. You know, had somebody else doing the appointments for me. But I was still on Instagram. I was doing my planally scheduling when I was feeding him at night. And but I felt I never felt like there was much of a of a flip between, you know. My, my life before the baby came and then my mm. life after it just kind of seamlessly sort of yeah. flowed and it was it was actually the best because the business weirdly. was a constant yeah yeah and it was just it was it was at a level where it was kind of going a little bit um so like obviously I was still I mean I was sending emails from my maternity bed I'm not gonna lie but I didn't I didn't mind it you know because mm. I love the business and you know I, I, I have to be there for it, but obviously I have to be there for my kids too but yeah it definitely was um it was weirdly the easiest one I went to like New York bridal week when he was like three months and he came with me. Um, it's just... I love it. It's such a dream. but Yeah, it's great. That's really
0: cool. I know. Well, I think you're a bloody hero. So Thank you. Props to you. <laughs> I can never do it. <laughs> I'm stressed enough with a dog and a business, so don't know how you do it. All right, question number three. What is, I'm really interested by this, the worst way that your business has ever been described to you or oh, you've heard it? Do you want me to go first so you can think of what as I speak? Yeah. Um, so my... Bugbear anytime, which is usually friends or family to be fair, it's not often industry people, is when people say, like, oh, Alice, yeah, she gets paid to talk about Instagram. <laughs> like people always think I'm like all of my friends and family think I just talk about Instagram all day because like that's they all they can, can see they can yeah so they'll always us, just yeah. introduce me to people like yeah Alice she helps people with their Instagrams and I'm always like like I know that is actually some people's full-time businesses so I'm really not belittling it Yeah, but it's so much
1: bigger than that <laughs> I'm just a bit like really
0: and then I have to get it myself and be like yeah. Alice
1: nobody cares <laughs> I saw when you did that little story about and you had all your was it your grandparents or you had somebody and you'd like taught yeah. them the line they've both got slipped <laughs> in their wallets
0: of (laughs) Alice digital marketing coach helps businesses with their I think I tried to explain what online presence meant didn't work I don't I think I don't think they they don't get it but you can try oh that's so sweet though
1: they like to try and understand. Do they pull out the piece of paper and, and like, say it and show people?
0: Yeah, because they, I guess people <laughs> ask
1: them like, what do your grandkids do and it's like,
0: oh, one's this and one's that and one... We don't really know what she does. <laughs> but
1: yeah, anyway, <laughs> have you had any um, good ones? I don't know that I've ever heard anybody get it really that wrong. I mean, because it was vintage originally and then we kind of switched. There was a long time where people would call it vintage and that was really... Really annoying because I was really trying hard to not it not to be vintage, but it takes a long time to shift perception, though, right? It does, yeah, especially
0: because word of mouth is so strong for you, mm -hmm. it takes probably about a year for people to stop,
1: yeah, promoting that old thing, yeah, totally. And what was weird though was when it was vintage, everyone used to say to me. Oh, like oh, do you make do you design these dresses? I'm like, no, no, they're they're original vintage, and they just they couldn't get it. And then when I wasn't vintage, they all thought it was vintage. <laughs> like I can't, you can't win. No, you <laughs> can't win. Just can't win. But yeah, there's probably a few words that like I'm not really done with the word alternative, although I do use it sometimes because it's it's hard to find an alternative word to use. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm not really I'm not really big into that. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think anybody's ever got it wildly wrong but it annoyed me
0: yeah that is it it probably says that you're good at communicating what you do i hope so the digital marketing coach among (laughs) us is obviously not (laughs) maybe we should work the other way around i'll be glad of yours right fourth and final question Mm -hmm. this is one of my favorite questions in life okay you've got
1: to get a tattoo right now what is it right now eh? right now can i have it anywhere in my body absolutely anywhere well, I don't have any tattoos. Do you? Do you have tattoos? Yeah, I
0: have.
1: Oh, Got a few. Oh, I feel like it's something I would really love, but I'm afraid that I'll change my mind and then it's there forever, and I'm stuck with it.
0: Like, do you not think that about kids though? <laughs> Sorry,
1: no, that's not be made by <laughs> kids. tattoo versus your baby that you've grown and birthed. Mm. <laughs> Even kids, kids are more of a strain. But a tattoo like on your body. I suppose maybe from it, like from a fashion perspective, I guess, like the choices I would have made even last year are probably not the choices I would make now so how can I possibly choose a design that I'm going to love forever that's that's what I can I'm so excited for my 40 year old self to hate my 20 year old self it's going to be a beautiful day I mean although I did I, did you ever oh you're probably too young Do you ever watch um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine um, there was a character called Jadzia Dax and she had like it's almost like a leopard print sort of vibe that was like went down the side of her face and like down her neck and actually her species or whatever it was they had it it went down the whole side of her body and it was so cool because it looked like organic like it was part of her you know her makeup Mm -hmm. so I feel like if I was ever going to get anything I'd want something that almost looked like it was I mean I wouldn't really get like a photo. I know I'm just something like side. You've body just tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> from, Yeah, I won't get I can never get a tattoo to like, yeah, I'm just gonna get some leopard print down my side <laughs> no. But like something that maybe felt more like an organic pattern or like I don't know. I feel like like a thing, like mm-hmm. a lightning bolt or whatever it just feels so like definite. I don't know. Like it's it's hard. Yeah. What would you that's get fair. right now? In Belfast, come on we'll go. What are you oh gonna get? I genuinely <laughs> like,
0: you joke, I would. Um, now I'm trying to be measured with my next one because all the current ones have been spontaneous. Okay. I'm definitely regret in about Okay. Probably two years' time. Um no, they're all they're fine. What would I get? I really want one on my hand that says new normal. Oh. It's my favorite phrase. Oh, I like that. I'm always like, yeah, just pushing to a new normal. Just finding the mm-hmm. new normal. Just, but I'm like Alice. You need to want it for a year, and then you can get it. Yeah, that's that's a good way. Because your hand is your hand is all of my other ones see are hidden. You're see you wouldn't that know that I've got six tattoos. Oh. But you would know if I had it on my hand. Can you tell me? Can you tell what any of them are? No. Yeah, one. Go on. Tell I'll me. tell you any of them. Yeah, they're all words. Okay. So none of them are like. It's not like a like big pictures that I'm going to regret. I've got an a on the back of my neck, Completely pointless. For Um, <laughs> that would be one. <laughs> uh, I've got you got this on this arm. Oh no. Nice. Motiva- it I do actually like that one. Yeah. Um, I've got the classic underboob in a foreign language. Okay. Yeah. Can't nice. go wrong with that. Nice. Uh, and then I've got one on my wrist, which has quite the backstory. Okay. Uh, involving getting quite drunk was with an ex and it was an anniversary. Oh, thought it would be a really good idea to get a commemorative tattoo mm. and
1: then I had to fix it by turning it into another word. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. But hey. Yeah. Life. Good for you. Part of the fun. Now that I'm definitely, definitely done with having kids, maybe mm-hmm. having like their neat, like something to do with them, because I never would have got one before because I always thought I might have more children so you don't want to like yeah you, you know have to like repeat it just keep adding to it yeah that's my fear with the boyfriend's name I mean <laughs> my arm is only so long left. let's go get tattoos yeah <gasps> can you um, imagine do you know I actually when I lived in London one time I nearly got one like I had um I think I was doing returns or something and I, lo- I left my purse somewhere I lost my purse I must have left like on a desk and I said to myself if I go back to the place and they have my purse I'm going to go get the tattoo and I went back and they didn't oh. I didn't get the tattoo
0: but That's I was, really like- it was
1: the closest I've ever been nice okay yeah I think you should you should
0: get a tattoo where should I get it uh we'll wait and see <laughs> people can listen to the episode and yeah. then find your Instagram yeah. and then find that we didn't go and get tattoos because no. we're just going to back out yeah but we'll leave people with the mystery yeah maybe they did no, maybe they yeah. did them. any suggestions send no, them no, my way no, no, no. <laughs> I love it. Claire thanks for joining me. Oh thank you. Have you found it? Yeah good good. Is it weird being on the other side of the podcast? Well I'm never on your side. No as in (laughs) as opposed (laughs) to listening one (laughs) time.
1: okay. It's like I haven't interviewed anyone
0: before. (laughs) (laughs) The tables have turned.
1: Yeah although it doesn't feel like that right now so probably when I listen to it. You'll be like oh my gosh there's actually people are going to listen to this. When I actually listen to it next week because of course I will probably about 10 times. Yeah that'll feel weird. Mm. But now it's felt it's very, you're very easy to talk to. I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: I will leave all of the links in the show notes mm-hmm. so people can come and check you out. Thank you. If they're in Northern Ireland mm-hmm. and they're getting married, mm-hmm. best place to come. Come my way. Archive yep. 12. <laughs> Some very beautiful dresses. <laughs> Thank you. I'm planning to get married just for the sake of coming to try those dresses. So. <laughs> if anyone... No, no, I'm not going to say. I was about to say if anyone wants to marry me. Um, But with a... Yeah, I don't think I'm going to put that advert out there. No, not necessary. A great end to the podcast. (laughs) Thanks, Claire. Thank you so much. Off to get tattoos. Yay. Can't wait.